guys, welcome to this episode of the TGE Travel Chronicles. I know it was missing for a little bit, real life got in the way a little bit, but that's alright, I'm back in action. I want to talk about my upcoming trip to Osaka. I'm going to do that in January. I've been to Osaka before a few times, but I'm taking a group of friends that have never been there and showing them the ropes around Japan, which is absolutely amazing country. I love Japan very much. I love the people, the culture, just how clean everything is. There's no garbage anywhere. The food is phenomenal. Like you can think of the best Japanese restaurant in your town or city and five times better than that. Like the food there is absolutely amazing. So taking my friends out to Osaka, uh, which a lot of people, it's kind of a second city, uh, against Tokyo a lot of people you know when they think of Japan they think of Tokyo but uh, Osaka is a great city in its own right it has lots of touristy sites it's got uh, an Osaka castle there which is absolutely amazing sight to see completely rebuilt Um, I think back in the 70s or 80s they rebuilt it um, with uh, concrete and they threw an elevator in there which is nice but um Also close to Osaka is uh, Kyoto. Kyoto is the old capital of Japan, and they still have the old imperial palace out in Kyoto, which is, depending upon if you take the Shinkansen or the local trains, the local trains can take about an hour to get there from Osaka, or the Shinkansen takes, I believe, 20-ish minutes, 15-20 minutes to get out to Kyoto. I really haven't been to Kyoto a lot. I did overnight there once a couple years ago and uh, checked out the Imperial Palace grounds. It was great, but the last time I went was in 2015, 2016, and that trip I was with my family. And that trip, (laughs) funny story, that trip did not go very well as planned because it was towards the tail end of the year it was in September and I was um top tier in three elite programs at that time I was top tier elite with Marriott with Starwood and Hyatt at that time and Starwood and Hyatt their elite stays were based on either nights or um stays so you could have like say five nights Five nights counts as one stay. So I know for platinum back then was either 25 stays or 50 nights. So if you had one night, one stay, that counts as a stay. But if you did multiple nights at a hotel on different rec- on different reservations, it still counted as one stay. But if you hop back and forth between different hotels, say if you're in one city and you go one hotel one night, one hotel the next night, back and forth, that's a stay. So one stay, one stay, one stay, one stay. And of course, it was that time of year where I was a little short on night credit and (laughs) decided like, hey, let's go hotel hopping in Japan because I'm short on night credit. This is going to work out. It's going to be great. No, it did not work out because every time we hotel hopped, literally it was on the complete opposite side of town in Osaka. And then same thing when we did it in um, Tokyo. And literally from the time it takes to pack everything up, 
hop on the public transit, get over to the other side of town, check in, unpack. It's like I'm already burning a couple of hours. So when we visited Kyoto, by the time we got on the train to get out there, it was already like two, three in the afternoon. And we burnt the whole day because we're hotel hopping. Um, so I don't recommend doing that, even though now um, the hotel programs, at least I know Hyatt, and then now the merged Marriott program, everything's based on nights. No more stays. So no more hotel hopping for me. Thank God. <laughs> anyway, so Kyoto is a wonderful uh, city to check out and hang out at. Um, also, I'll be taking my friends out to uh, Hiroshima and Hiroshima obviously is um, synonymous with, you know, one of the cities that got hit with the uh, atomic bomb. And when I went there, I've only been there once and that was back in, it was 2012. So I went in 2012 uh, with my boy, Mike, and we did a big Japan tour. It was like five days where we did you know, Tokyo, took the bullet train down, spent the night in Kyoto, spent the night in Osaka, and then from Osaka, we went out to um, Hiroshima. And it was funny because that trip, um, my boy Mike, he's a real big fan of collecting stuff from the Hard Rock Cafe. And he has to personally be at the Hard Rock Cafe in order to collect his items. Like if someone were to, say, visit Vienna, got him something from the hard rock in Vienna brought back. He wouldn't accept it. Like it's a badge of honor for him to actually go to the place to retrieve the item to show that he was actually there. So, you know, we did uh, lots of research and I'm like, Oh, Hey, there's a hard rock in Fukuoka. There's a hard rock here. There's a hard rock there. And it was real funny because when we went to um, Hiroshima, we were kind of done early and I kind of looked up the train schedule. I'm like, Hey, we can actually hook it out to Fukuoka and there's a hard rock out there. And he's like, Oh sweet, let's go. So we went to Fukuoka just to go to the hard rock. So we took the public transit from the, um, Shikansen station in Fukuoka, go to the hard rock. And, um, it was a little, it wasn't really late, late. It was like seven, eight o'clock at night around then and so I'm like huh I wonder when the last train is and so of course I you know was on my phone pulled up the train schedule and I kind of looked and I'm like the last train's in a half hour and of course we're in Fukuoka we're like on the other side of city um from the main train station and I'm like Mike I'm like we have to go like you need to grab your stuff and we need to go and I thought for sure we were gonna miss the last train out of town to back to our hotel in Osaka and um we were literally running through the main train station went and got uh, seat assignments and literally made the train, last train out of town uh, with two minutes left. And the train from Fukuoka starts there, ends up in Osaka. And it's um, it was nice, but come to find out that um, the Shikantans, of course, done our 24 hour operation, they gotta do maintenance. So usually everything kind of winds down around midnight, 1 a.m. So just keep that in mind. The other thing too is, is that if you miss the last train of the night, there's lots of capsule hotels that are usually by the main train station that you can get a room, uh, a capsule uh, for pretty cheap. Um, or usually a lot of the businessmen that miss their last trains of the night, they usually just go hang out at the local um, cyber cafe or bar and just kind of just hang out there until the next morning, until the first train leaves. So kind of interesting. Anyway, um, back to um, Hiroshima. Um, 
it was really emotional for me because like when you go through town or you go through any major cities you notice you know there's older buildings older structures you know you see history the closer and closer that the train got into town you can tell the buildings got newer and newer and newer and newer and it, and it was and it was really surreal for me because it's like okay there's nothing left that was from before the bomb went off back in the 40s and it was just really just sad to just like roll through town and just see like the history like slowly disappearing away to this brand new city pretty much and it was just really really emotional and when you go like to where um the um, where the the bomb was dropped at and you see the old um opera house that was still standing that's pretty much just a shell metal shell of itself and the memorial park and the museum it's 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 really emotional and it's really just eye-opening um how terrible that day was how terrible the war was when the bomb went off there and it and it's 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 beyond words just how impactful it is like i can't describe it to you how like you, you have to be there to actually experience it and experience the feelings that i felt and it I mean, it, it was it was it was really really just emotionally sad anyway <laughs> but just outside of hiroshima if you take the local train to hiroshima there is a um man I, it is slipping my mind right now there's a um god i am pretty sure i'm gonna mispronounce this name but i'm gonna try to pull it up real quick ah that's right so if you take the train outside um there's a tori gate which looks like it's floating on water it's actually built if it's the high tide it looks like it's floating on the water um if it's low tide it's all mudflats out there it's uh the miyajima shrine uh out uh it's on an island and it's a really cool spot to check out because um that tori gate is actually the um model based upon the Tory gate that's at epcot in walt disney world for the japan pavilion i know kind of a weird fact i'm a big disney nerd so i thought it's kind of cool but it's also awesome when you actually go out there you're like oh like i'm actually at the actual site of the actual um the actual Tory gate that's based upon that i thought it was kind of cool but um miyajima is actually really really cool spot to check out because supposedly the whole island is sacred um and no one passes away on the island like they will take anyone that's ill or dying off the island in order to preserve the the sacredity the secrecy of the island and i thought that was pretty cool um but i'm really looking forward to this trip because i haven't been to nara yet and i was thinking about checking that out i don't know if anyone's been there before give me some advice because there's a park there where there's deer uh protected deer in this park and um 
they supposedly bow to you before um, you feed them. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's pretty cool. Like, I would like to go check that out and, and see that, too. Um, also, for all the big um, theme park nerds, like, like I said, I'm a big Disney nerd. Um, for those of you that don't know, um, Universal Studios Japan is out there. I've been to the City Walk before and ate. Surprisingly, went to the City Walk, ate at a... Um, sushi restaurant at city walk and i thought like oh you know it's going to be overpriced it's going to be pretty touristy and the food's not going to be that great and it was actually pretty decent prices great amazing food and i was just blown away i was like wow like this is pretty amazing so that's definitely a spot to keep in mind oh that's right i forgot <laughs> i totally forgot um about kyoto going back to kyoto sorry i'm kind of all over the place tonight but um, with Kyoto, there is also a um, Japanese garden and a golden temple to go see and check out. And I thought that's pretty cool. And there's also um, a shrine area um, where it looks like these like red poles and you're like walking along this path. And I have never done that before, at least. So... I think this trip coming up in January is going to be amazing and awesome for everyone because I've been there a couple of times, so I kind of know a little bit what to do, but also there's going to be lots of stuff that I've never done before, and I think it's going to be just an amazingly great time. So, yeah, that's something to look forward to. So, if you got advice or tips about Osaka or anything else around, just hit me up, let me know. Thank you so much for listening to this episode today. Have a great day. Mm -hmm.